Chickity check, chickity check. back on the air baby my name is darian i am back with another week of fucking horse shit and werewolf movies and uh earwax coming right at your face my main man jason harrell is back hey what's up dude oh you just normal life just normal life plugging along yeah you're still alive i'm barely alive oh come on i've been laid up for a month with a pinched nerve that's the worst. Luckily for me, that doesn't really hinder my lifestyle. Okay, because yeah, you don't move. <laughs> right. <laughs> Normally. <laughs> now you but just have I, an excuse for the bed sores. But I did legitimately have shit I needed to get get done, But uh, so that was kind of holding me up. Yeah? Then the dog had his turmoils, and uh, let's see. Then we've uh, we've signed with the listing agent to list the house. Okay. Uh, so we've been needing to start packing up to show the house right of course again refer back to pinched nerve exactly um but we're getting there you're moving you're moving around that's a good sign i'm i'm at least mobile where was your pinched nerve it's like uh lower back yeah lower back kind of in the left hip area so where did where did that sting the most just in the lower back or was there go all the way up and down your leg oh it's almost 24 7 nerve burning in my left thigh left thigh yeah okay and then just very limited old man movement Uh, that's i hate that dude i had one between the shoulder blades yeah about a year ago i know it lasted you a while yeah i basically couldn't move my head or my left arm it was miserable fuck i couldn't get any fucking sleep I was slamming aspirin like it was going out of style. Didn't really help much, but not much else I could do. Normally, if I go to the chiropractor, get cracked one good time, about two days later, I'm good to go. Yeah. It just wasn't kicking in. I did go. I went three times last week. Um, I mean, it's nominally better, Yeah. but uh, I've decided to just... Okay, this is what it this, is. This is how my life is. This is, is life now. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> sucks. What happens when you get to be our age, Jason? I got stuff to do. Oh, so. shit. I I'll guess just, I'll, I'll do it even slower. I will just suffer quietly and piss my pants every third Wednesday. Yeah, as long as Sarah changes my colostomy bag every once in a while, I'm good. Oh, you're disgusting. Right on, man. Well, we got a horror show to get into here. It's good to have you back, by the way. Good to be back. Yes, sir. Let's uh, kick things off with a little horror news there, hot dogger. Aye. Horror news. 
What you got, man? Two little nuggets. Okay, I like nuggets. Uh, one uh, that will only excite me and Sarah pretty much. All right. Uh, coming March to Cinemark Theaters, uh, limited Cinemark uh, Slimer popcorn bucket. You and the popcorn buckets. <laughs> we love them. Nice. Especially like the horror th- yeah, sure. well, you know, yeah. horror kind of theme ones. So what is this? This will be number three for you guys? Oh, no. We've got... More? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we've got way more. I remember that. you got the, the Ghostface one. And didn't you get the Jigsaw got one, Jigsaw, too? Yeah, I got Billy, got uh, Ghostface, got some random dinosaur. We've got a bunch of, like, Disney ones. All right. Got uh, Madame Leota from uh, Haunted Mansion. Okay. Um, and we will be adding Slimer. How much popcorn do you eat? None. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they would make perfectly fine soup bowls. Or uh Ooh, cereal. That'd cereal, nice. there yeah. you go. You gotta you gotta multitask these things. Uh and more exciting news available via fullmoonhorror.com. Oh, I'm already out. <laughs> <laughs> As of February eighth, for the low, low cost of hundred and fifty bucks, the subspecies Blu-ray coffin box set. This thing is awesome. Let's take a look. You got a picture? Uh, I have no. I, I don't. Ha- I don't have a picture. But but he does a like a full reveal video, okay. video on YouTube. All right. And uh, this thing's awesome. It's like like solid wood, um, seven discs or seven Blu-rays. Is it really seven of those? So things? six movies, oh. and then I believe one of them uh, is like a soundtrack from like the first one. Yeah, sure, it's just not heavy breathing. Apparently, they lost. <gasps> they <laughs> my flesh. <gasps> Apparently, they lost, like, the master 35-millimeter film for part four. Okay. So they've never been able to even release a Blu-ray copy. So basically, they had to piecemeal, like, some videotapes and some DVDs and do some upscaling to even kind of come up with, like, a a part four Blu-ray. I'm sure that's going to work out perfectly. I'm sure it'll be gorgeous. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, it's got, uh, so, six movies in total. Okay. Um, One of them, I I think, was kind of an offshoot of Subspecies. I think there was a spinoff in there somewhere. And, uh, but the the coffin itself, I'm not buying it for the movies. Well, clearly. Let's be real. I mean, is it better than my uh, Blind Dead coffin box set? Which, well, this is solid wood, like I said. Okay. I mean, wooden magnets. I mean, that's worth 150 bucks, right? <laughs> For you, yeah. <laughs> that's right. all. That's all I got. Right on. I might actually have to check that out. It's it's dope. It's uh, those are some silly fucking movies. Did you ever see my like Toulon's? Uh, yeah, yeah. Puppet the, Master the, case. Yeah, the steamer trunk. Thing. So it, that's a nice display you yeah know? and not to say anything about the movies but right you know it's a wooden box it's it's really nice this is on par with that it's, okay it's really nice i would be on board with the toulon puppet master box <laughs> if they didn't make 14 other ones after the, the the box set came out you know what i'm saying it's got all of them except the littlest reich which is the best one well i picked that up on the side so. <laughs> <laughs> right on man I'm, I'm excited for you and your box sets what do I got here? Uh, Kevin Grutert. Name ring any bells? Mr. and Mrs. Grutert's son. Son, yes. yes. Uh, director of Saw 10 is already confirmed for Saw 11. Come on, they're going to start cranking them out again, Big J. I know they are. That's okay. I still haven't seen Saw 10, but I heard good things. Nah, Tobin Bell will die off eventually. I mean, he it technically <laughs> has been dead for quite some time. <laughs> Uh, Sebastian Vanacek is directing a Evil Dead spinoff movie. I wonder what the hell we're doing here. A spinoff movie. A spinoff. 
So I wonder what the context of that sentence is. I don't know, man. What, what am we, I supposed to derive from that? Uh, the only thing I could think of is that if in the Evil Dead Rise they made mention of three Necronomicons, mm-hmm. maybe one of them is like a pamphlet. <laughs> and we're gonna get an Evil Dead pamphlet movie. I don't know, man. <laughs> Beware the brochure. <laughs> That's right. The Necronoma brochure. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I'm interested. I'll see. I'll see what that's all Do about. Do not read from this business card. <laughs> <laughs> it's the uh, the men's room stall of the dead. Uh, what do we got here? Mads Mikkelsen is teasing a Hannibal revival series. Did you ever get into the Hannibal series? No, me neither. Uh, I heard good things. I I'm, I'm not a huge Hannibal. I know a lot of people were really hot in the crotch over that they show. They were. Yeah. yeah. I think Buddy got really into it. Yeah. So, good for him. I'm that not It could be a yeast infection. It could be too. Yeah, he's got all that body hair, dude, you know. Uh, I don't know, man. I never got into it. I was never huge on the the crime suspense things. Yeah. Uh, I liked Anthony Hopkins as Hannibal. So, but this is, you know, this European dude, good for him. Uh, what else we got here? Trailers are out for Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey 2. Did you ever watch the first one? I finally got around to it. Yeah? Yeah. What'd you think? It's part of my extensive, I've I, been gone for a month, I, what yes. I've been looking at. I think we're going to have to start our own spinoff series. You know, it's not bad. It's fine. It's just, I mean, it's, I mean, I came in with probably Low the expectations, lowest yeah. expectations. So, um, and it's fine. Yeah. It's it's, a, yeah, it looked like crap. It's a, it's but a, I was okay with that. But like as a standalone slasher. With some ridiculous-looking villains. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was all right. Yeah. Perfectly uh, fun. I watched the trailers for the sequel. <laughs> they ch- they changed the look of Winnie the Pooh quite a bit. Did they? It do- he doesn't look much like Winnie the Pooh at all. Now he's got, like, coveralls and a flannel shirt. Uh, they're clearly pushing him more into the Jason Voorhees realm. Yeah. And away from the Disney. But what about the face, though? Does it look It's same? different. No, it's different. Okay. And he's not quite as jaundiced. <laughs> as he was, you know, he had a nice mustard yellow thing going yeah. on. I don't. He's a little more of a honey mustard now. <laughs> Literally honey mustard, <laughs> like a Dijon-y kind of a thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, what else we got here? I don't know how I feel about this one, dude. Tim Burton is in talks with Warner Brothers to de- direct a remake of Attack of the Fifty Foot Woman. Have All you right. seen the original Attack of the 50-Foot Woman? Years. I mean, like so many years ago. Now, there was a remake came out, I want to say, 92-ish that had that starred Daryl Hannah. As saw, I definitely saw that one. Okay. Uh, but I'm pretty confident that as a kid, I saw like the, the OG. The, yeah. the black and white one? Yeah. Yeah, it, that's fine. You know, it's uh, not very scary because, you know, there's a lot of like uh, – Guys looking up her dress and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Um, it's more of like a, I think like a social commentary. And then the Daryl Hannah one was just straight comedy. Sure. Because she's like complaining about her boss as she's kicking over buildings and stuff. Um, oh, I'm interested. I'll check it out. I'm sure it's going to have that Tim Burton aesthetic. It seems like it would be a, more of a lighthearted movie than... Uh, there's no way he's going to do that as a horror movie. I mean, are any of Tim Burton's movies really horror movies? No, not really. No. Sleepy Hollow, I guess. Probably, that's probably about as close as you're going to get. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it's probably, it, it might even end up being like an animated thing. Ooh, definitely you know? not Sweeney Todd, though. No, Man, that's music. Gosh, that movie stunk. I, uh, <laughs> I get, yeah. So bad. I wanted to like it because, you know, Johnny Depp and Hel- Helena Bonham Carter, but I just can't do a musical. 
You know, it, it was way musical. The very, there was very little dialogue. There was a lot of singing dialogue. Yeah. All right. That's all we got in the horror news, dude. You ready for some listener mail? Yeah, boy. Let's get it. Listener mail. Oh, Jason. Oh, boy. Let's start things off in Sydney, Australia, amigo. Here comes Tim. G'day, mate. It's the dummies of horror, eh? That sounded more cockney than anything. (laughs) Uh, This is the hardest meat hook of all. What's up, Darian? How's things in Reno? Hope you're well and happy. And if anyone manages to make an appearance, I hope they're also happy, healthy, and not being touched by anyone named Darian. Well, that, that two was, out of three ain't bad. That was before the show. So, meat hook time. Dude, this is tough. I have my favorites, which are definitely not the best, but when we have franchises that I think are brilliant, but not my favorite. Take the Evil Dead franchise, for example. Every film in that franchise is either an 8 or a 10 or higher, in my opinion. Uh, but it's not my favorite. So, here's my favorites. Number three, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, some films aren't great, but I don't hate any of them. Number two. Friday the 13th, same reason as the Nightmare franchise. I can watch these every day. Number one, Jaws. Did you expect anything else? Nope. Uh, I will say, what are we, four Jaws movies, right? Yes. Three out of four pretty good, I would say. Which one's not pretty the, good? The, part four, clearly. Oh, so you actually prefer four over or uh, three over four? Uh, yeah, I wasn't mad at three at all. Oh. And I actually got to saw, see that in the theater oh, in 3D. So lucky. I was scared shitless. I think I was six years old, had no business being there, but my dad was a psychopath. I now have a 3D TV you do. to watch Jaws 3D. <laughs> I think you're going to like it. <laughs> Meg Ryan in there. Uh, so there's that. Terradome, I'm taking the other here. No reason. I just prefer him. Fair enough, Tim. Jason, who do you think would win in a fight between Valak and the other? The other. Yeah, okay. Once again, that has no logic, but... You just like that movie. Sorry. That's fine. No, whatever whatever floats your boat there, hot dog. Uh, Darian, I'm really excited for Werewolf Month, and I love the idea of doing a different monster or entity every month. Can I make a suggestion for Werewolf Month? I'd love to hear you talk about a movie that no one speaks about, Project Metal Beast. (laughs) Sounds great. sounds amazing. (laughs) It's a werewolf film from the 90s with Kane Hodder. I think it's a lot of fun, but all good if you've already got the film set. Well, uh, I'll tell you what there, Tim. We did have the film set, but I think we can swap that one in. What do you say, Jason? Project Metal Beast it is. Project Metal Beast. <clears throat> how is that? How is there not a screamo band called Project <laughs> Metal Beast? It's See, now that sounds like the sequel to uh, hmm. uh, who's Gore Guy? Uh, shit. Gore Guy? Yeah, he's in the tournament right now. What the hell is his name again? Rawhead Rex. Rex. Yeah. The Gore Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Like I could easily, I could easily see his sequel being Project Metal Beast. Yes, sci-fi original. They've captured him and they've replaced his body parts <laughs> with robot parts. <laughs> Love it. Uh, lastly, before I leave you, Darian, I know you're a fan of horror punk, and I'm curious: Have you heard of a band called Calabrese? I've been pumping these guys for a while now and absolutely love them. Check them out if you haven't. I like Calabrese. Have you ever heard Calabrese? Nope. Don't you're listen not, to music. You don't listen to music, so don't worry about it. I like uh, horror punk. 
Uh, also, check out our friends Die Monster Die, Tim. They're uh, good stuff. Unfortunately, they have disbanded. The lead singer passed away, and the guitarist uh, went on to form Shadow Windhawk and the Morticians. I, er, yeah, I think that's the name of the band. Rolls right off the tongue. It does. But the drummer, our old friend Shane Diablo, is still around, and uh, you can chat him up anytime you like. He's a great dude. Anyway, I've taken up too much of your time. I'll leave now so Alan or Tom Hardy can chime in. Much love to you all. Right on, Tim. Thanks for writing in. Off the top of your head, Jason, favorite three franchises. Go. You know that you changed the rules on this, right? How did I change the Previously, rules? you said it takes three movies to be considered a franchise. Okay. This time, you said, I'm going to establish I some ground four. rules, and you said four. Th- three is a trilogy. Just because it has another term for it? What if I said four is a quadrilogy? Okay. That's just another word for it. Yeah, but still. (laughs) What do you think, man? Oh, God. When you decide, whatever you consider a a franchise. I mean, I definitely have the most fun out of Friday the 13th. Okay. Uh, That's my number one. All right. Halloween is Mm -hmm. probably my number two. You're a slasher guy. Uh, yeah, I guess I am. That's fine. Um, I really like part four. So many people crap on part four. Halloween four? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not mad at it. It just, uh, I don't know. I, I liked it a lot more before I found out that it's that weird fucking uh, rights. Right. It's, it's yeah. not supposed to be part of the trilogy. Did you see that there was recently some buzz about creating a direct sequel to part four? I would love that. It was. It's called... He, he's like, I would only call it uh, part four. I think what four is and it? a half. Halloween four part two. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> All right. He said no other title makes sense. Uh, that's true. Oh man! After that, golly. Uh, <sighs> thinking. Okay. No pressure. While you're thinking, let's see what else we got coming in here. Leprechaun. No, I'm kidding. That's funny. That's a funny guy right there. Uh, looks like we got some voicemails coming our way. Most everything else stinks. Um, yeah, but I, I guess it really just depends on what you consider. I mean, you got it. There's a lot of room for interpretation there. Like, um, oh, you know what? Saw. Saw. That's, yeah. that was my number one. Um, but like I, I put some serious thought into, uh, the Crow franchise. Mm-hmm. Some of those latter movies were complete. Who? Same thing with Hellraiser. Um, yeah, I have enough fun consistently through the Saw franchise to where even the worst ones I can kind of excuse. The The only problem I have with it, especially like when you get into part six and seven, is that you can see that they are really reaching for some kind of a twist. Yeah, at or, that point, I'm just watching it to see the innovation of the pe- tracks. Yeah, people getting torn in half and shit like that, which is fine. Uh, let's see what we got here on the voicemail line. Let's start. I also enjoy the Final oh. Destination series. I never got into those. Oh, I dig them. I saw the first two, and I was like, okay, it's kind of innovative. But after that, it was like, really, there is no villain. It's just a sequence of unfortunate events. Well, it's, it's I mean, it's practically Saul. You're just watching it to see what kind of messed up ways people are going to die. That's true. <laughs> but it's like, okay, uh, he trips over this, and then that knocks that over, and then that goes down the chute. And then it's like a big game of mousetrap, you know? And in the meantime, <laughs> yeah. the guy is just laying there watching the thing roll and then collapse onto the other thing. And sure. then 
get up. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Slam on the brake, you fucking asshole. Right. Do something. All right. Let's start things off in beautiful downtown Anderson, Indiana. Here comes Mr. Newcomb himself. Cooper's in the house. See if hey, Darian. No, it does maybe, not. And maybe, buddy. Just calling to give you uh, my three on the meat hook. And it was the favorite uh, franchise. I think the rule is you for, had to be more than three. I say four. So, number three, I have one I hear a whole lot about. Um, I remember I really enjoyed these when I was a lot younger. Hmm. It was uh, Okay. They were just kind of goofy but fun. Number two, I have the Raw franchise. I, I that's one. Yeah, that's Even my favorite. The weird kind of off storyline ones, but I I still like them. And uh, number one, I like Final Destination. Oh, look at you! Those uh, those are just raunchy. Love that stuff. Anyway, <laughs> raunchy. You guys bro. have a good night. Talk to you later. Beautiful. Thanks for bearing with us there, Coop. I think we're having some technical <laughs> difficulties. Uh, right on, dude. Probably a lot more love for the Final Destination movies than than I give it. What are we up to on those? Ten, I what? think. Final Destination movie six. Six, I think. Yeah, it talks of another one coming up. There's at soon. least five. Yeah, <clears throat> one of them in 3D. Here's a question for you. Shoot, let's say that I opened the very first Subway sandwich shop. Okay. And then someone really likes said Subway sandwich shop right. comes to me and says, you know what? I really dig these sandwiches. Okay. I'd like to open one of these. Okay. Let me pay you money to open one of these. All I right. say, go for it. Yeah. Is that a franchise? No, it's a sequel. Subway part two. I think we've had this discussion <laughs> numerous times. <laughs> All right. Let's get down to Alabama. Here comes Mr. Allen. Allen. Padded room, what's up? What's up, Hope Alan? everybody's doing good. Another solo show, no problem with that. Well, thank you very much. Anyway, um, Terror Dome, Jimmy Valick, mm. Meat Hook, franchises. I'm going to go um, number three, uh, Halloween. Okay. Even though fucking Halloween ends. I know. Oh, boy. I mean, that's... that. It, I can't still say enough bad there, shit about that movie. I, I agree like, with you. I want to stab it. <laughs> um, then Friday Thirteenth, and then finally Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I love those movies. Um, even the bad ones, I still love them. Uh, Mr. Darian, are you a uh, video drone? I am. Uh, I think that's all I got. You got me. Out. Oh, no one will save you. I have not watched it yet. I plan on watching it. If I get done with it before y'all start recording, I'll call back. Okay. I wanted to see it. Um, aliens scare the crap out of me, honestly. These ones are gnarly. I think stuff like that might happen. I actually do believe in aliens. Me too. And I'm not sure if they're friendly. Anyway, that's all I got. Y'all have a good one. Bye. Did you get a chance to watch No One Will Save You? Yeah. Second, okay. second viewing. We'll discuss that here in a few <clears throat> minutes. Excuse me. Mm. Right on, Alan. Thanks for calling in. Uh, he called back. Guess he has more to say. Whoop. God damn it. So, watch No One Say You. What do you think um, of that? This is interesting. I would have liked it if it had, had more di- liked it more if it had, had more dialogue in it. Um, I don't think it had any. It's pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> you know, I... 
I wasn't sure if I'd like it once I realized how much a little dialogue was in it, but I felt like that kind of added to it. Um, but I also feel like it took away from it. I don't know. It was all right. That's all I got. Talk to y'all later. Bye. That's a fair assessment. I think I ended up with either three or four. I want. I struggle to say sentences, uh, but at first I thought there was no spoken dialogue. I didn't at all. catch any. <clears throat> yeah, towards the, towards the end, she says, "I'm sorry," like twice. Huh. Um, there's a po- uh, postal guy. He's throws. Oh, a box, that's right. He's like, and he says, "Like he yes. made it or something like that." Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I think there's one, like one other, like one word. Hmm. Um, she, I think she says her friend's name. Okay. But that's, Oh it. yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Right on. Um, yeah, I could have used with some explaining, but that's okay. Sometimes it's better that way. You know, I really enjoyed, Me uh, too. the, di- the lack of dialogue. Yeah. We'll get more into that in a second. <clears throat> Here comes Mr. Tom Hardy. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Padded room. How's my favorite degenerates this week? What's up, big dog? I do hope everyone's doing good and uh, staying, staying sane out there. Anyway, I'm we'll getting real quick with you. Uh, on the uh, Terror Dome, you got the uh, Other versus Valak. What do you think of that? Uh, I think you're going to have to give this one to, to Valak. Okay. Uh, I mean, the Other is just like a, a dude, right? Yeah, but he has still to so I just true. don't think that uh, there's any way you could justify that. So okay. put me down for uh, Valak on got that. Um, on the meat hooks, man, I'm pretty basic, you know. Okay. My number one's always Friday the 13th. That's and fair. I loved uh, Elm Street and uh, Halloween. All right. Maybe the Screams, I guess. I don't know. Mm. For the uh, horror franchises. Um, but it's always got to be Friday the 13th. That's always got to be the top one for me. That's uh, fair. I know it's pretty basic, but hey, I'm yeah. a slasher guy. And God, I've seen all them flicks uh, so many times. And I just keep going back to them. So. Nothing wrong yeah, with Friday it. Friday the 13th, number one. I don't know. Maybe Elm Street. Two and then scream if they stop at four. Um, oh, on the educating department, thank you, got you on this Come on one now, here. Tom Hardy. Rock uh, video drama. You got, got it, baby. Drone. Nothing as fucked as fucked up as that. <laughs> I can't imagine what you'd be talking about if not video drama. Nope, you got me there, big guy. Uh, oh, on the uh, what are you looking at department? Yeah, what do you got? Um, so anyway, I I went and I watched uh, the Exorcist prequel. Um, Dominion. Oh, Dominion, yeah. And uh, gotta say, not that great. No, it is better than I remembered it, but uh, I still think it's still better than the new Exorcist. Uh, I still yeah. think that new one's a real piece of shit. Uh, yeah. Even though the CGI is bad and all that, I still think it's actually better than the new Exorcist. I'll agree. I'm very curious uh, about your thoughts on that. Where would you rank The Exorcist? I mean, obviously the first one, number one. Clearly. Number three, right, would be the next. Probably. Where do you go from there? I think you go Dominion, then Exorcist 2, The Heretic, and then this new new fucking Exorcist, whatever the fuck it is. You're probably right. Anyway, that's all I got. Hope all is well. Love you like family. Bye now. Love you too, Tom Hardy. I he's probably right. I remember very little about uh, Heretic. <clears throat> Did you ever get around to watching that one? I can't. 
I can't say for sure. I know for a fact I've never seen Dominion. Dominion. It's uh, not that great. But That's I'm, the, uh, I'm pretty sure I've seen, uh, let's see, I've definitely seen one, three. Three. I have not seen two. I didn't see, uh, what is it again? Um, Dominion. No, Dominion. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I have. Um, I know I saw it, but it's but been I'm not, so I'm long. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, it's the one where she's in the, uh, med, uh, she's like preteen or whatever. And she's in a mental institution. Again, if, if you could detach, uh, this most recent one from, you know, the, the, the lineage of the exorcist, if yeah. you could just make it an exorcism movie, yeah, then That's it's, fine. it's okay. Yeah. But because you had to make it part of this world, cash it grab. ended up being terrible. Yep. Cash grab. <clears throat> Uh, he bring actually Alan brought up a pretty good point franchises that we know and love, but then insert one complete piece of dog shit. <laughs> and how much does that take the, the stock down of yeah. the entire franchise? That's something I've been dealing with, with the Hellraisers really since 1991. <laughs> since two. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a hard pill to swallow sometimes yeah now they're making pinhead an internet predator what the shit is that all about uh yeah phantasm kind of suffers from it oh yeah um it brings the stock down quite a bit man yeah uh at least with like halloween we've got enough good movies to fall back on sure um but boy they really did they tanked (laughs) they really did turn it up fuck me God damn, that was offensively bad. All right, man, that's all we got on the listener mail. You got anything for Tom Hardy, Alan, or team? Good to hear y'all again. Love you guys. It's movie time, Mr. Harrell. Mm-hmm. Well, you've heard, haven't you? We've been hunting wolves for years. Most folks turn permanently. Others return to being human the next day. Last one we had like that escape recently. Did my other book come in yet? There you go. Hope you don't mind. I read some of it. What do you think? I don't really believe in the supernatural stuff. Maybe what some consider supernatural is simply unexplained scientific phenomena. Okay, everybody. It's closing time. Jessica came into my store with some of her friends. She assaulted me. How? You gonna cry now? I ain't soft. Nobody got hit. You seem to have a bit of an attitude problem. She put her hands on me too, Mom. Well, maybe you're the one that committed assault, huh, Lisa? Why don't you tell me what really happened? I'd rather not. Make sure you finish the lesson. Hello, Lisa. Very nice to meet you. I am Lisa from 2020, Jason. Yep. Four stars on IMDb. That's about right. Uh, It's a little generous if you ask me. 
This movie is not rated. It stars Kristen Vigenos, uh, Jennifer Seward, and Manon Halliburton. Directed by Patrick Ray, written by Eric Winkler. Oh, we've got some nonsense going on here, my friend. This is, uh, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not a good movie. (laughs) It feels very much like a movie that was made to be so bad that it's good. But I found it to just be bad and uh, completely forgettable in every possible way. Uh, We start off out in the woods, J-Bo. Yeah, boy. And uh, it's nighttime, and there's a a feral young lady running around. And uh, she's being chased by a guy, and then she finally turns around, and we see that she's a werewolf. Um, Not like a American werewolf in London werewolf, or a um, hairy, uh, you know, bestial werewolf. Really, she just has yellow eyes and claws and some gnarly teeth. And uh, she slashes the dude across the face, and then she gets shot by another individual, and uh, turns out that the werewolf girl was actually the one being hunted. And we meet the lady that shot her. She's the local sheriff. And she makes some remark about, well, we'll have to try again next time or something like that. Okay, delightful. Uh, From there, we jump into the titular Lisa and what her fucking problem is. Uh, Apparently, her grandmother just died and has left her a um, used bookstore, I think is what we're saying. Like an antique bookstore. Kind of like an antique bookstore. Like a high-end kind of a thing. And uh, we're in a small town somewhere. Lisa, right, okay, so right off the bat, I can tell you what they're doing. Because they did their best to nerdy up Lisa at the get-go. She comes in wearing a beanie, a flannel shirt, some giant fucking glasses. (laughs) And we're supposed to... So what we're going to do here is this is nerdy Lisa. And then once she becomes the werewolf Lisa, then she's going to be smoking hot. That's how things go. I see what you're doing here. It's not very original, but all right. Uh, she gets in there, and she's opening the bookstore for the day, and uh, one of her regulars comes in, a uh, lady by the name of Anna, I believe, comes in, and they chit-chat for a little bit, and she's like, oh, you're Lisa. Oh, I really miss your grandmother. Okay, here, uh, I need this book and that book. And Lisa's like, okay, here you go. Friendly, friendly exchange. Very nice. Thank you, one customer. Yes, you are <laughs> keeping me in business. <laughs> And then uh, Anna leaves and everything's cool. And then we get a weird exchange between Anna and some other chicks uh, just outside the bookstore. Anna's leaving and uh, this, I guess, gang of three other chicks comes up. The local toughs. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Who the hell writes this shit? They roll up and uh, a multi-ethnic group, of course. Uh, They're like, hey, nice book. And they slap it out of Anna's Nerd. hand. <laughs> what are you reading and stuff? What are you, some kind of smart guy? Uh, Anna's like, yeah, it was a nice book. And she picks it up and then she slaps the, the main girl across the face. And Lisa's watching all this from the bookstore window. And she's like, oh. And then Anna walks off. And, of course, the gang of tough girls comes into the bookstore. Now, you could have convinced me that this was possible if we had set this this scene in high school. Yep. Okay? Now, the, the, if this were like teens, mm-hmm. okay. But these chicks are clearly in their mid to late 20s. With clearly nothing better to do. Nothing better to do on a Tuesday <clears throat> afternoon than walk up and down the street harassing people. I'll give you, they're pretty hot and they're dressed kind of slutty. So we're apparently dealing with some kind of bad element here in town. But... Uh, 
they come in and they start giving Lisa a hard time. Uh, they're like, oh, what are you, nerd? And because she, <laughs> we find out via this uh, diploma on the wall that Lisa has a degree in literature from Barcelona. Like, yeah, like archival S- arts some, or something. Some fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the leader of this gang of toughs is uh, Jennifer, I think, or Jessica. Jessica. And she's got her little henchman tufts with her. Uh, that is Lily and <clears throat> Abby. Now, again, these chicks are clearly in their mid-20s. And all they're doing is palling around with Jessica on a, on a given day. Do I need to just go start shaking down random businesses? This ain't even the most unrealistic oh, there part is, of Oh, there is some real dumb shit <laughs> headed our way. Um. So they get in there and they give Lisa a hard time. And then to make a long story short, they kind of bully her a little bit. And then Jessica just kind of steals a, I guess, an original copy of Clockwork Orange. A $200 book. A $200 book. So that's very, very scary. Um, Lisa's like, hey, fucker, that's 200 bucks. And she's like, put it on my tab. And then they just walk out with the book. What do we, okay, I get it. You're hot chicks. Shoplifting is kind of a thing. Books? I don't think so. Whatever. And the one chick tells Lisa, um, uh, you know, just let it go. Yeah. You know, don't make any, don't make a big deal. Out yeah. Of it. Lily is you like, you know, it'll go nowhere anyway. Yeah. Lily is like the, uh, the somewhat, I don't know, reticent of the, the group of toughs. She's like, oh, you know, sorry. It's, I'm glad you're back, but, uh, okay, gotta go. Bye. And then she takes off with Jessica. She's like the, the less aggressive of the henchmen. Uh, okay, very cool. Shortly after that, uh, Lisa's best friend Sam shows up, and uh, they're like, she's like, oh, that bitch is around. Yeah, fuck her anyway. They end up going out drinking, and uh, I think they had planned on like slashing her tires, but they never do. Everything's cool. Uh, the next day, Lisa comes back into work, runs the store normally. After she, As she's getting ready to close, Jessica comes back in, and this is where shit gets really stupid. Uh, she returns the book, Clockwork Orange, and Lisa's like, uh, okay, thanks, I think. And then she's like, hey, how about we hang out sometime? And Lisa's like, no. Why would I? <laughs> she's like, come on, I'll take you shopping, and we'll, we'll go to a fucking museum or something. And Lisa's like, huh? <laughs> and she's like, come on. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you. And then she, Jessica just grabs Lisa and kisses her. Again, who the fuck writes this shit? Lisa's like, uh, what the hell was that? And then Jessica spits in her face. <laughs> this is the most sexually confused young lady probably in the entire See, this town. is why we need AI to write movies. Clearly. <laughs> I think my son could write something better than this. Uh, so then she spits in um, uh, Lisa's face and like shoves her. And she's like, fine, bye, bitch. <laughs> Lisa's just standing there confused, as she should be. Uh, So, again, Sam comes, and they kind of go out drinking again. She's like, what the hell was that all about? I don't know. Uh, She convinces Lisa to go talk to the town sheriff the next morning. Now, something that we didn't mention is that Jessica is the town sheriff's daughter. And the town sheriff is um, a very cunty gum chewer. (laughs) <laughs> she chews a lot of gum, and she's uh, a very haggard 
older lady. Um, she runs the whole town like she's the mafioso. Yeah, but she's not. <laughs> she's not really doing it. I mean, I don't know. I, I there's a lot of like shady shit going on in this town, and I guess she's getting paid off by all of the fucking practitioners of said shady shit. I have to assume. I don't There's know. There's five businesses in town. Yeah. One of them. Seven people live there. One of them's the, the bookstore. <laughs> the other one's the whorehouse. And then there's the uh, bar, clearly, that Sam works at. Anyway, so she convinces uh, Lisa to go tell the sheriff. So we cut to the next morning. Lisa goes in to tell the sheriff. And she's like, hey, uh, I need to report an assault and a theft. And she's like, okay, what's your fucking problem? You can tell the sheriff has no interest in listening to Lisa. Um, Sheriff's like, okay, what's your fucking problem now? Um, Lisa tells her what happened, and she's like, well, she returned the book, so what? It's not – and Lisa's like, well, it was still theft. Yeah, but she brought it back, so nope, no harm, no foul, right? And then she's like, well, yeah, but then she kissed me. That's sexual assault. She's like – well, yeah, but it was a kiss. It's a, you know, affectionate thing. But then she spat in my face. Then eventually Jessica walks in behind her, and then they grab Lisa and knock her out. And what follows is probably the dumbest jailhouse beating I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Uh, what we get is a close-up of Lisa laying on the ground and spitting blood while everybody stands over her and kind of does like a weak, like a... Like kind of like I'm kicking you, but while then, the mom eats funyuns watching his own video camera. <laughs> oh, stupid! Took and me then, a while to realize that the deputy was the, apparently the brother too. Oh, I didn't know. Same last name. I didn't catch that. I okay. saw it on his uh, his badge. There, okay, or uh, ID. All right, uh, that makes sense now. Uh, so yeah, they beat her up sorta, and then they pull a couple of her fingernails out for no apparent reason. Oh, they wanted to. Uh, Give her something to remember them by. But the overall plan here was to kill her. Yeah. What is she going to... So there's not going to be anybody to remember. Right. Because she's going to be dead. You're going to remember us for the one hour you're alive. Okay. (laughs) Ridiculous. Made no sense. None. Nothing whatsoever. So uh, they beat her up and then they're like, well, let's go take her out in the woods and feed her to the wolves. Okay. So... um, the deputy and the two henchmen girls throw her in the back of a squad car and drive her out to the woods. And this is where I have to assume that a raping takes place, but it's never actually stated. We just see the deputy, like, taking his belt off. Yeah. And he's like, oh, sorry, you girls have to see this. And then after that, we cut to Lisa just kind of laying in the grass and the squad car driving away. Okay. So what we're doing here, Jason, is we're going to a place that I like to call rape revenge town except we don't have any actual rape so the the equation of rape versus revenge kind of gets blown out of proportion we're about to get a bloody revenge uh but really other than i mean uh, all right i'm just i I took it as a murder revenge okay sure If you say so. Well, because killing her was more prominent than any sexual assault. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. But it was still there. Or at least it was implied, I should say. But at the same time, it's never brought up again in the movie. There's like a... uh, like a, a rape hug that happens when she comes back where she's crying and Sam like hugs her. And she's like, you don't know what happened to me. Oh my God, I do. And then they like hug it out. So Yeah, but they could have just been a hug because she got the crap got, beat out yeah. of her. Yeah, 
All right. Well, whatever, man. I'm putting way too much thought into this. Yes. Uh, so there we have Lisa laying in the grass, and then we get a bunch of German shepherds <laughs> running around her. And we don't actually get to see any kind of a wolf attack or bite. It's just kind of insinuated uh, with a lot of like close-ups of the moon and some howling and the German shepherds. And then uh, we have our, our weirdo um, dude in the woods. Uh, we'll learn his name later. What exact part he plays in all of this horse shit is still a mystery to me, other than he's working sort of for the sheriff. Well, he was the guy from the beginning. Right. But what's he doing? What's his? Is there a reason for him to be there? I mean, it kind of makes sense. Is he just the town hermit that likes to chase chicks through the hey, woods? He's just kind of a, you know, uh, one of her goons. I Okay. I thought he was supposed to be a werewolf also. But that was never stated, was it? No, I, but I think it was. I think it was implied. <laughs> so a lot of implications. So here. you know, Lisa wakes up. She's there on the ground. Uh, the wolf comes over there. Yeah, she clocks the wolf. Yeah, in the head after it bites her on the leg. Right. Next thing you see is the dude. Right. But he's so, just standing. There. I assumed he was the dude. The wolf. Or the wolf. Was the, okay. I'll buy that. I'll not, buy that. Not very good superpowers. No. Uh, if he can be fought off with a girly <laughs> punch a to girl the face, rocks. yeah, <laughs> not a very good werewolf either. Or he was just there to supervise to see if this thing that they were talking about at the beginning of the movie plays out. Right. Because she said, "I guess we'll have to try again." Right. The, the sheriff. Did. That sort of gets. Explained. So maybe that's what they were going for again. Was trying to get, trying to play this out again one more time. Okay, but that's never really explained. I mean, it's sort of half-assed explained, but I don't know what the. Or we'll get but to I don't know what the point of it would be. No, no, and it's that's never really. I mean, it comes up at the end, but they never say what the hell they're trying to do. You know what I'm saying? All right, I'm getting All right, let's keep going. <laughs> uh, so, okay, now Lisa, she wakes up the next day and she manages to walk back to her uh, friend's apartment. Sam, they hug it out. They have a big, uh, oh, my God, you're alive. What happened to you? Oh, they beat me up and took my fingernails. And they left me in the woods. Okay, great. So what do we do now? I don't know. Uh, This is when the uh, werewolf superpowers start kicking in. Uh, Lisa can smell what Sam had for lunch that day, like down to the ingredients of the salad. Very nice. Um, Periodically, now we we don't get like a full wolf transformation we get like a jack nicholson sort of wolf transformation and even that is pretty understated really all she gets is uh some contacts and some gnarly teeth and some fingernails yes okay you're working on a budget i'm with you yeah there's like a blip in time where she has some kind of putty on her face yeah like to kind of give it a more of a i don't know some structure kind of a furled brow situation it's fine uh, we don't even get that till the very end, but okay. So uh, she has like zero control over it right now, though. So that's great. Uh, she's out cruising around because she just has to get out of this uh, apartment for a minute. Uh, apparently, Lily, the the tough girl with the conscious, actually works as an auto mechanic. So she rolls up to to her uh, auto shop and she catches her there by alone, there by herself. Yeah, this was one of the more unrealistic parts that I was talking about. Oh, buddy. (laughs) 
So I, the car is not even jacked up. Nope. And she is just kind of lazily looking underneath it, like, <laughs> clanking a wrench. Yeah, kind of like yeah. she dropped her keys and she's trying to find them <laughs> yeah. or something. So it's but it's okay. She's got coveralls on, Jay. So she's, and she did have some oil on her shirt, of course. So clearly, she's a professional. Uh, you know, that's four hundred bucks an hour. Or whatever. <laughs> So Lily, or, um, Lily's there working. Her supervisor goes to get lunch, and in walks Lisa, who now has the eyes and the, the teeth. And Lily spots her, and she's like, Lisa, oh, my God, you're alive. And Lisa's like, yeah, I'm a werewolf now. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry about what happened to you. I didn't do anything. She's like, yeah, exactly. You didn't do anything. And then she just grabs her head and twists it around. Yeah, and there was... There was a a very striking lack of like sound effects. Yeah, um, it was just a very muted, Quick. quiet yeah. neck break. Yeah, a little like the, like they did not hire a foley guy at all. Oh. Um, and and the movie kind of suffered with that at numerous points. Where like you had these ultra quiet, no sound effects, especially kills. Yeah, and it just kind of continuously took me out of the movie even more. I mean, if that's your biggest complaint about this movie, then, then we're doing okay. It's one of them. <laughs> well, you grab a stick, you break it. in a Head of lettuce. All right. There, done. All right, whatever, man. You don't want to do it? Don't do it. Uh, here's my problem about this. Now, we're in werewolf country here, Jay. Yep. Uh, we could have done a lot. Uh, this is a very lackluster kill here, and it's very uh, unwolfy. She literally walks in there. Right through the front door, stands behind her, waits for her to turn around, and then snaps her neck. What was the point of having the eyes and the teeth and the claws if you're not going to use them? We could have. You know what? You could say that this is a bad kill, but it only gets worse. Oh, I know it. I know it. But this is setting the tone for the movie. This is the first kill. Yeah. We could have cut the power. We could have chased her around, had a little sequence of cat and mouse, you know, maybe a howl. Let her, let her howl. A growl. Growl. Something. Bite her. Bite her. Do something. Scary. That was not scary. If, if I was working in that garage and Lily walked in, looking the way she did with her claws and her eyes, I would have tried to. I would have asked her to have a drink with me after work. She was not intimate. She was pretty hot. Petted her under oh, the chin. You know, give her a little tickle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's our first kill. <clears throat> From there, we go back to Sam's place, and now we're like, "Oh my God, what happened?" Oh, I, tr- I changed, and I couldn't figure it out. Uh, so from there, she goes back to the woods, and she's looking for the dude. Uh, she doesn't find the dude. She finds the house that was there when she woke up, and it just so happens to be Anna's. Uh, Anna is her only customer there at the bookstore, so she goes and knocks on the door and talks to Anna. Anna's like, she's like, hey, uh, remember when I woke up here the other day? And she's like, yeah, come on in here. And this is where we're going to learn that Anna is actually the sister of the sheriff. And they hate each other now, but uh, apparently they had a rough childhood, and Anna kind of snapped out of it, but the sheriff kind of leaned into it and became a real piece of shit. Which at least gave some credence to how she could get away with slapping the main tough girl. Sure. Because she's her aunt. Yeah. Exactly. So that at least, you know, instead of just some rando chick at a bookstore slapping the girl <laughs> and getting away from it or getting away with it, yeah. uh, it at least gave some merit to that. Okay. Um, it earned a point for me. One point from Jason. <laughs> 
Uh, Anna's like, yeah, dude, you're you're a werewolf now, so you're just going to have to deal with that. And it's better if you just kind of embrace it, don't fight it. Once you embrace it and you kind of, you know, figure out your life now, then you can kind of control it a little bit better and you'll be good to go. And Lisa's like, oh, my God, no way. I'm not a werewolf. You're crazy. Anna gives her a book to read. How to be a werewolf, I guess. <laughs> werewolf Werewolfing for, for dummies. Werewolf for dummies. <laughs> uh, flea collars and what else you'll need. Uh, yeah, I, I think she told her that, you know, this, you're going to end up in like one of three states. Yes. Either just a retarded wolf dog that yeah. roams the earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, to some brainless half-breed human dog. Right. Or like a legit werewolf. Yeah, where you can control it and change when you want to and all that. So that's that's great. Uh, from there, we go back to um, uh, Sam's place, and she reads the book, and she's like, okay, well, I got – so they, they've got some weird rule about um, – what she has to do is survive her first full moon because that she's going to change completely on the full moon. But then I think if if I remember right – if she changes back after the full moon's over, then she and she's not a complete raving lunatic after that, then she's pretty much good to go. So she's like, okay, I just got to make it through that and I'll be okay. Problem is, uh, the uh, sheriff and Jessica and the other tough old girl have now realized that Lily's dead and they, they know that Lisa's behind it. So they're like, oh shit, she, let, she lived because they went back out there and couldn't find her body. She lived, so... We're, we're, we gotta we gotta find her. We gotta put her down. I guess we gotta kill her, right? But even though they don't want to, because of the fucking thing at the ending. I okay. I, I know. don't know. I don't know either. I wish I could tell you. I, there's no there's no explanation for any of this. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's what happens. Um, so they're sending uh, every, every now and then they go and check at Lisa's house. She's not there though. She's staying at Sam's place. So in an effort to cover her tracks. Sam goes to the sheriff and tries to report Lisa missing to throw him off the trail. Sheriff's like, yeah, okay, great. Uh, we'll, uh, I don't know, we'll go, go see where she's at. Maybe she just left. Girls leave sometimes. Excellent. Now, the tough-o girl number two, like, spots Lisa. She's like, hey, bitch, uh, we know you're in town and we're going to fucking get you. So instead of, like, actually attacking her, she just rolls up, threatens her, and then drives off. <laughs> a bit counterintuitive you it? got me <laughs> shit there goes the element of surprise i suppose uh lisa's like okay fucker so that particular chick is like the waitress at the one bar in town so uh she follows that chick to the to the bar before it's open and she goes in there and now her eyes and her teeth are out again and instead again instead of doing any kind of like werewolfy behavior or biting or clawing or like using her wolf senses or anything like that she literally walks in the front door walks up right behind the girl and she's like hey i'm a werewolf now and the chick's like oh shit lisa uh hey i was just kidding and then she just grabs her face and puts it in the deep fryer until i guess her brains melt out or something (laughs) apparently i don't know (laughs) really as far as special effects go it looked like they put her in a bowl of water and then changed the color of the water red. And yeah. that was pretty much it for that. And they put like some... <laughs> yeah, they had like some cottage cheese. Put like some ham slices on her face. <laughs> Silence of the ham. That's what it is. <laughs> All right. So now we definitely know that Lisa's here and she's killing our friends. So we need to do something. In some kind of uh, dipshit retaliatory attack, 
uh, Jessica goes in uh, Maltov Cocktails, Lisa's bookstore. Um, that was pretty dumb, man. Because now, now, well, first, okay, broad daylight. So, yeah, and uh, it was all CGI fire. And they're in the cop car with the yeah, rolling up in the squad car. She gets out, throws a Maltov cocktail through the window. So basically, burning down the uh, the bookstore. That was Lisa's grandma's bookstore. She's very upset about it. Very, very cry, crying. Um, all right. So now at this point, I don't know why we're even trying to hide Lisa because clearly they know that she's there and Lisa knows that they're trying to kill her. So why don't we just bring this thing to a head? Yeah. Okay. Well, what we're going to do instead, <laughs> and uh, I don't know that this makes a lot of sense, Um we still have 45 minutes I know. of we're film not, to we're, cover. We're not even at the halfway <laughs> point. Uh, so what she does is she follows Jessica to a concert, waits till she goes to the bathroom, goes in there. Now she's trying to make out with Jessica, but Jessica's like, uh, and of course she's got the werewolf eyes and the, uh, the claws. Uh, this time she actually does use the claws. She just slits Jessica's uh, neck with her claws. Most uneventful kill. Uh, yeah, well, I mean. There was Especially some- for like... The, like the, the main tough. This is the big bad. Yeah. And that's all you got to do? After you, you hit on her uncomfortably for a few seconds? All right. Well, killed her in the in the bathroom. Um, after that, she's like, okay, well, I got to kill the rest of these guys. Now, this part is particularly odd to me. She co- goes back to uh, Sam's place, and they have this big discussion. Hey, you're a werewolf. Use your abilities to take out, you know, get rid of this corrupt regime. She's like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. So what she does is she puts on a hoodie, goes to a random house, walks in, and sits down in the living room. Okay. Uh, There's another girl there sitting in the living room. Nobody bats an eye at uh, Lisa, this complete stranger walking into the house. Uh, Another lady comes out, and I have to assume that this place is some kind of an underage uh, brothel situation. Uh, well, the the girl, the unknown girl who was sitting on the couch, yeah. says that that's the mom. other lady is that's my mom. Yeah. So I think I think it was like a whorehouse, and the girl just has to kick it while mom's turning tricks in the other room. Okay. I think. Sure. I don't know if she's I'll, getting turned out too or what. I don't know either, uh, but it's very odd. It was very odd to me that she just walks into this house and sits down. Nobody says, okay, whatever. Uh, anyway, uh, in walks the sheriff, deputy dipshit, and he's like, hey, a new girl, huh? How about you come on with me? And yeah, then, that, that disguise of hers, you just would never hey, know. Hey, <laughs> I don't know how many times my wife walked in here with a hoodie on, and I almost called the cops. Stranger! <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Oh, hey, honey. <laughs> uh, sheriff's like, come on with me, honey. Let's uh, Let's check you out. So he, the, she gets in the squad car, and they drive off into the woods somewhere. And now it's nighttime. And uh, he's like, fucking Lisa, I knew it was you. And she's like, yeah. And she punches him and smashes his head against the steering wheel and knocks him out. And then, if I remember correctly, she actually, like, bites his neck open and leaves him in the woods. Yeah. That- so she finally – so finally you're getting, like, a bona fide werewolf, werewolf kill. Yeah. 
and she could not line up her mouth with that dude's no, neck to no. save her life. It looked like she was rubbing her forehead <laughs> yeah. on his cheeks. It was so, so bad. <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, yeah. Man. But I will get again, I'll hmm. give them credit. Uh, practical effect bleeding yeah. out on the throat. Yeah, yeah. And they got their money's worth, too. They focused that camera on that blood oh, yeah. for like. Way longer than it and needed. That was to. probably at least a gallon and a half that came yeah. out of there too. That actor was going to drown. If yeah, he didn't get up soon. <laughs> uh, pretty dumb, but now he's dead. Lisa then gets on the radio and she's like, "Hey, sheriff, I just ate your son." <laughs> and the sheriff's like, "Well, come on down to the station and talk to me about it." Sheriff doesn't care at all no, that dude. all of her kids have been picked off. Oh, no, she doesn't care. I don't think she liked any of these kids at all. Uh, Lisa's like, "Yeah, okay, I'll be there." Uh, Sheriff then calls the random dude from the woods uh, to meet her at the station. So Lisa gets there and, of course, walks right into a trap. And in the meantime, the sheriff went and picked up Sam, so she's got her also. Um, they get to the, She gets to the station, and it's a trap, of course. The random guy, we find out his name, I think, was Adolphus or something like that. It was something, some something kind of, stupid. Some European thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he jumps out, and uh, he, apparently they have a silver axe because, you know, kill werewolves. So, like, really early in, early in the movie, I had noticed that, like, in this closet, there was just a random set of brass knuckles. Yeah. And, like, a pentagram, a pentagram branding, branding iron. iron. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, that was the most random thing for them to have as a background prop. Hey, I was glad to see it resurface. It paid off. Completely dumb. It paid but off. whatever. Yeah, so Lisa walks in, and she gets knocked out again by the sheriff because she's using silver brass knuckles. Yeah. Uh, they pick her up and pin her to the wall, like crucify her to the wall with, like, nails. And I assume, like, silver nails. I'll buy that, sure. Uh, and this, this, this is the part that I really don't – I don't know what we're doing here. So – the sheriff and this Adolphus character are, I guess, trying to find where the where the correct werewolf bloodline that like allows them to change back and forth at will. Yeah, and once they have one, then what? Well, I get. The, so she said, "Okay, we're going to cut off your arms and your legs and put you in a little box." And I guess Adolphus was going to make her like his fuck toy or something yeah, like that. Yeah, little torso sex doll. Okay, why do we need a werewolf for that? I don't know. What is the point of that exactly? What's the point of the movie? That's a good. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the goal is. Me neither. Were they gonna? Are they like trying to breed her? Like I don't create know. an army of werewolves. That's like not- it's. It's explained well. It's said what their intent is, but there's no explanation as to why. Exactly. That's what I. That's what like, I'm trying to figure out. This is what we're gonna do. Okay, but but why? Uh, are you just sick fucks? If that's the case, <laughs> then just let me know. You know. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna be so hot in the box with uh, quadruple amputees. I'm really into it. You ever see Human Centipede? Oh yeah. <laughs> Werewolf quadruple amputee. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, anyway, that's that's what we're doing, I guess. Um, but of course. In the meantime, uh, we have to have this no, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die conversation uh, while they're kind of fucking around with uh, Sam. And while that's happening, Lisa is getting the, like, pulling her arms free from the, the nails that are in them. And then she gets free, um, knocks out the sheriff, 
And then gets uh, we get a really dumb fight sequence with Adolphus where he's swinging the axe wildly around the uh, oh worst the axe off. swinger ever. Uh, those are some of the slowest axe. Adolphus swings. is. A horrible henchman. <laughs> he is. All of these knuckleheads. Worst henchman ever. I will say that I also gave it a point for... So as like Adolphus is like, you know, putting that pentagram branding iron yeah. on her. I'm like, this movie is so stupid. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, they didn't, they didn't heat it up anywhere. No, no, they didn't even But bother. then, you know, she actually said, you know, what's made out of silver. So yeah. it, it, just because of that... It's going to brand you. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? They put a th- some thought into that Into sentence. that little part right there. <laughs> Somebody punched that up for him, I bet. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, there, uh, Eric, how is that going to burn her exactly? <laughs> All right, cut. Uh, so, yeah, she gets free. She knocks the sheriff out. Big dumb fight sequence. She kills Adolphus. And uh, then she... Um, I think she stabbed the sheriff through the chest, but it didn't kill her. So she takes the sheriff out to the woods and basically leaves her there for the wolves. And then the wolves come and eat the sheriff. And that's pretty much the end of your movie. Yep. What did you think of I Am Lisa, Mr. Harrell? I gave it a 4.4 out of 10. Wow. Okay. Uh, Here's some of my little highlights here. Oh, boy. Not very good. (laughs) Like a teen werewolf movie with cuss words and some blood. Yep. Kills are ridiculously bad, Uh laughable at times. Of course. It was at least nice to see practical effects. One of them, at least. Uh, Yeah, at least one. A gallon and a half. (laughs) Uh, Seeing Lisa with werewolf teeth that came from the dollar store was amusing, (laughs) especially when she tried to talk through them. Yeah. And that's it. I mean, again, there uh, there was enough for me not to hate this. Okay. But it's not good. I don't hate it. It's not good. It's completely forgettable. Um, there is, n- to me, there is no redeeming quality of this movie. Um, you're making a werewolf movie. There is next to zero actual werewolf action. Yeah. It's a, like, it's a highlight of fingernails almost. Yeah. It's like that's the big thing is fingernails. And, Two of the bigger bigger kills could have been done without the, the fangs or the, the eyes or anything. So you could have just walked in there and did it. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. This felt like uh, a made-for-TV version of Last House on the Left with a werewolf. And not a very good... The writing was bad. That scene where Jessica comes in and tries to hit on Lisa... And then spits in her face. <laughs> Who the fuck wrote that? Yeah. That is the worst writing I've experienced in a very long time. It is. I was awkward watching it. Oh, it's, it's bad. pretty bad. It's pretty bad. It's, it's, I, but again, like I said, um, I found 4.4 points worth of redeemable stuff. On a scale, on a one to 10 scale, I would give this probably. Three and a half tops. Okay. Uh, one of that. One of that is a gratuitous point, just for being a werewolf movie. <laughs> um, you could. You could have. You could have not cranked it up a notch. Give me a tit. You know, <laughs> rip a shirt open. Show me. Show me something. It's a. Ra- it's technically in the rape revenge uh, neighborhood. Show me something. You know, make. Give me some brutality. Even the beating in the cell was ridiculous. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. 
No, there's there's a lot of really bad dialogue. There's oh. a, there's a lot of really stupid plot points. E. There's unanswered questions. It's got issues. It does. Oh, that's that's what happened. Uh, uh, the sheriff was about to kill Lisa, but then her sister popped out of nowhere with a sniper oh, rifle. Oh, that's right. With a sniper. <laughs> shot her through the window. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I think I've, sp- I've wasted enough of everybody's time on I Am Lisa. I say, you know what? Check it out, inmates. Why not? You got an hour and a half, uh, I think, uh, hour and 39 minutes to kill. Go ahead. See what you think. I mean, you'll have a couple of chuckles you will. at the very least. You will. You might find some humor in this. Let's take us a little break, J-Bo. No.
Hey, inmates. If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we're back, Mr. Harrell. Yes, sir. I think it's time for Meat Hook, my friend. Mm-hmm. Three on a meat hook. This week's meat hook. Rape revenge movies, daddy-o. I don't like much for the rape, but I do like for the revenge. That's good stuff. Yeah. What do you got on number three, dude? Number three, The Seasoning House. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a fucking, that is, that's a tough one to watch. Eastern Europe, man. <laughs> At, anytime we go to Eastern it Europe. It gets rough. It does. And it's yeah. just bleak and gray. Because and, you can easily believe it. Uh, totally. I'm yeah. sure there is something over there very similar to that right now. Oh, for sure. But still, I don't want to know about it. No. <laughs> wanna, and it's just such a goddamn gray, depressing. Very gray. I mean, even without that. It just looks miserable, yeah. you know. You just be like over there trying to find a job. Definitely not on my uh, favorite to rewatch list. Well, I but, don't. Uh, yeah, I don't. Think but a anything. very, a very solid movie. It is. It's, it, it's a great show. Sean Pertwee can be a right fuckface when he wants to, <laughs> you know. Especially when he's playing a, a fucking thug in the Balkans. That's bad, man. That's it bad. is a very gray, very very gray over there. Yeah, you nailed yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, well, I went the opposite direction. Okay. My number three, a very colorful movie. Okay. Revenge. Hmm. And that, like, for the most part, these rape revenge movies are very formulaic. And this one is no different. It's nothing that we haven't seen before. Uh, but just for the color palette alone and, like, some of the, the camera work in it. Yep. Um, there's some very silly shit going on. Like oh, uh, for sure, the bleed out on the spike or the yeah, uh, the impalement. Yeah, and then the uh, it's my number two, by the way. Oh, okay, perfect. But it's still like just for like the um, I guess the artistic uh, scenery of it, mm-hmm. uh, like that opening shot when they're coming in in the helicopter and you're seeing the reflection in the pilot's glasses, and that's what you're watching, and then it pans back to the pilot's face, and then you realize you're in the that's all. That's that's camera magic right there. Yeah, there's definitely some silliness in there. Yeah, her, like I mean, she's got so much blood. Oh yeah, and her brain, like uh, cauterizing it with the beer can. Yeah, giving her that t- stomach tattoo. That embossing. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bedazzling her fucking midriff. Uh, but a very fun movie. Yeah, I liked it a lot. And uh, not to make light of the rape, but when she when she goes out, she goes all out. Yeah, and like. I mean, come on. She's running around the desert in that fucking midriff bikini, which is hot as hell, by the way, in uh, the in the shotgun blowing the heads off of dudes. That's kind of what you need in a rape revenge movie. Yeah, it's a fun flick. Yeah. Uh, well, that's your number two. My yep. number two, some a movie that I do watch on a regular basis, but the rape is very understated in this one. It's The Crow. Mm-hmm. I would call that a rape revenge movie. I had considered it. Um, 
that is a movie that I have seen. Oh, I could probably recite it, especially in my '90s teen angsty, yeah, <laughs> uh, goth phase. Yeah, I, I pretty when much, you were hitting the hot topic weekly. Oh yeah, buddy, Tr- just trying to get my hair to grow down <laughs> instead of throwing up like it always does. Um, but yeah, dude. Um, Rumored to be getting a 4K release. Oh really? Yes, I'm all over that. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see a crow box set. As bad as those latter movies are, I would still like to complete the 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 collection. I have the first two. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think uh, Sal- What do you have? Salvation and Wicked Prayer are the ones I need. I've only ever seen the first one. Um, I don't own a copy because I've been. They there's been rumors of this 4K release for some some time now, so I've been holding off. Okay, uh, I have a I have City of Angels, which is not. <laughs> It's <laughs> a great movie. It's not. It's. It just isn't. It doesn't feel like a crow movie. It feels um, very Joel Schumacher. You know, it's like the uh, you go from Batman in Batman Begins to Neon Batman. It's a very similar dynamic there because the color palette in that sounds terrible. It's it, it's supposed to be in Los Angeles instead of Detroit, and it's all like these weird toxic clouds just rolling through and a lot of fucking smoke and Thomas Jane beating off in a uh, <laughs> one of those peep show things while, while he's in drag. Oh. He's one, yeah, he's one of the henchmen. Yeah. He's, it's a whole ass thing. But uh, it, the problem is that, that it's not really an action movie. The, he goes and he kills all the guys, of course, but um, there's no big gunfights and there's no kung fu or any of that. So yeah, you're if you're if you're a crow fan, you're probably going to be disappointed by no rock and soundtrack. Yeah, eh, not really. I got it anyway. There's a lot of Rob Zombie on it. So mm. there's that. Uh, how about number one, Jabo? My number one, 2010s. I spit on your grave. That's my number one. Also, big guy. Uh, rough rape scene. Um, very compelling. Uh, um, victim. Uh, very fun revenge, though. Yes. Ultimately. Yes. Um, it, it's just a solid, solid. I've I've seen this movie so many times. It's just it's just always good. It is a really good revenge movie. I would say this is the one that I would say I don't revi- revisit a lot. I enjoyed it. I like it a lot. I I was never that big of a fan of the original to begin with, mm-hmm. just because the fucking rubes were so ridiculous, <laughs> you know? Extra ruby. Yeah, and I kept that, which she could probably kick the shit out of these guys, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but in this one, they had that meth head feel to them, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you could just see them being like fucking internet grooming teenage girls or some shit, you know? Just that dirty fucking middle America, white trashy kind of trailer park vibe. And then when she comes back, it's not the sexy kind of, I'm going to lure you out and, you know, act like I liked it kind of a thing. She goes full predator on him, like hiding in the bushes, harassing him for a little bit and sending the videotape to the sheriff's daughter and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. She really fucks fucks him up pretty good. Um, the only complaint I would have about that is, uh, the the torture seemed a bit. Some of the torture seemed a bit over the top. 
the Ravens or the Crows is my least favorite. I would I would say the uh, acid tank bath thing. Oh, you know, I kind of enjoy that one. I mean, I get it. I'm not mad at it, but at the same time, where the hell is she? She's a chemist now, you know, and where is she getting this shit? I don't. I don't. I don't. Get Wasn't it. it just like bags of lye in the little cabin? Yeah, where's she getting that from? I think she, it was just left there, wasn't it? Somebody just <laughs> the the previous occupant who was trying to get rid of dead bodies. Yes. <laughs> All right, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> uh, that's really that's the, yeah that's that's my number one. Also, um, I didn't much care for I spit on your grave too. No, which had like that human trafficking thing. Yeah, I spit on your grave three was just ridiculous. That was terrible. Yeah, and now there's if I'm not mistaken, there's another one that's supposed to be a direct sequel to the original. In fact, I think it has the original actress come back. I thought that was... I think it's like I spit on your grave again or something like that. <laughs> I, I have more spit to give. <laughs> I've loogied on your grave, I believe it's called. Uh, something to that effect. I have not seen it yet. I thought yet, that though. was like two or three where she was in there. I, I thought that was three. I don't think so. Three was the one where... Uh, no, no, I'm talking about the original actress from the original. Oh, okay. No, Three is the one where the Jennifer Hilson comes back and she's like, what? What is she like in a support group or something? And she's like mobilizing the girls to go. It's like, did you ever see that movie from back in the eighties called Angel? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's <laughs> kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's your meat hook, inmates. It's uh, rape revenge movies. Let us know by next week if you can. Uh, Mental health hotline, of course, is area code seven seven five three eight seven zero two seven five. Or go to paddedroompodcast.com and leave us your meat hook there. In the meantime, it's Terradome time. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. I'm not going to hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains. I'm going to bash them right the fuck in. Six-year-old child with this blind, pale, emotional face, the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. Welcome to the Terradome. Last week's winner, the champion of the Inferno Conference. We had uh, Valak from Vampires versus The Other from Hellfest. Valak had been watching the man in the mask for a while. His skill was there, but no match for vampiric abilities. Still, Valak admired the way he hunted his prey through the park. In the end, the blood was his to consume, not the man's to spill. Valak had to strike. With a vote of 8-5, to five, Valak advances to the championship there, Mr. Harrell. I think we know where this is going. We will have our championship next week. 
I'm excited. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> yes, sir. I'll have the uh, next week is Super Bowl Sunday, so I will make the big uh, fight announcement. We'll vote on it the week after and announce the winner uh, in two weeks, inmates. So get ready for that. Uh, while you're contemplating who it could possibly be, we're going to tell you what movies we got to watch in a segment called What Are You Looking At? What are you looking at? So I revisited uh, Dario Argento's Dracula from 2012, Jason. And? I still think it's bad. It's... uh... Okay, so first of all, we're missing out because it was originally made in 3D. It was supposed to be shown in 3D. I don't think you can find a 3D viewing. I don't, even if you could, I don't think you would have the... Well, you might with your new TV. But at the same time, you might finding a version that you can play in 3D, that's going to be a whole last thing. Right. Uh, so watching a 3D movie in non-3D, you get a lot of stupid shit. Uh, a lot of like things coming at the camera for no apparent reason. Yeah. Good news, this is Italian and it's made by Dario Argento. So if something's flying at the camera, it's a set of tits. Probably a boob. And some pretty nice ones <laughs> at that. Uh, you got that going for you. If you're some kind of a Dracula loyalist and you're wanting like a loyal adaptation of the book, it's not here. If you're a fan of Dracula and you want to see him in like other adventures, go watch something else. But if you want to see a lot of hot naked chicks and you don't mind um, a pretty weak-ass story that you know where it's going from the start and you want to see Rutger Hauer acting his fucking ass off, this might be a movie for you. Is it good? No. Is it as bad as I remember? No, but you got to go in with some really, really low expectations. And if you can do that, and uh, you're looking to squeeze one out, this might be the movie for you. <laughs> well, lo- boy, you really sold a lot of people on this one. <laughs> if you're wanting to squeeze one out to like a Renaissance Fair-style uh, tit-stravaganza, this might be the movie for you. That's that's pretty much all I can say about that. Sounds like a great thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I watched that. I also watched Witchery from 1988, starring Linda Blair and the... David Hasselhoff. Ooh, the tell, Hoff. Tell you what, my friend. Uh, it's fine. It's 80s. It's a shit attempt at an 80s haunted house movie. Yeah. Um, you seen it? Nope. It's, uh, they go to a, there's like, they're looking to buy property on an island. Um, there's pretty nice boobs in this one, too. Not Linda Blair's. It's some other chick. The Hoffs? It's oh. A, no, not the Hoff, either. He keeps his shirt on this time. <laughs> Damn it. I know. <laughs> A lot of psychedelics going on here. I don't know if that was... I mean, this is 1988 we're talking about. But, like, when we go into ghost mode, instead of, like, going creepy with it, we just go full color fucking blur and people screaming like they're going into another time dimension or something. And then they wake up and they're in the basement. (laughs) (laughs) but you know if you're if you're doing hallucinogens let's let's not probably watch this one because you might throw you into some kind of nervous breakdown and that's all i'm looking at there jaybo what do you got well i got a whole laundry list here i'll try to blast through them pretty quick okay 
The Sacrifice Game 2023. What do you think of that? I gave it a 6 out of 10. Okay. It was pretty good. Uh, I'm a little weak at the end, but it's still pretty good. Rewatched The Haunting of Hill House. The whole thing. The whole, the whole thing. All right. Still good. Rewatched The Clove, Hitch, Clove Hitch Killer. I wasn't mad at that. No, it's a fun movie. Uh, I watched the 2022 version of Goodnight Mommy because I could never seem to get through watching the original. Don't know that I've seen the remake. Um, it's weak. I it really weak? wished I would have started off with, with the, the original, original. Okay. Because this thing telegraphed like crazy. Okay. It's, I mean, I knew what was going on from Jump Street. Uh, Barbarians from 2021. That was decent. Okay. Uh, Where's Rose? That was pretty good. Hmm. Uh, Dark Harvest. Another pretty good movie. All right. Hack o' Lantern. Uh, oh. It was okay. That is that the that's the one from the that's a Bollywood movie. No, I mean it's made by a Bollywood director. It's an American movie, but it's just all over the place. Um, it's got uh, Gina Fine in it, the porn star. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> Let's see here. Let's see. Uh, if I remember, nineteen eighty eight. Yes, if I remember right, there's like a musical number in it. I said a bit of a stinker. Another metal glam Satan worship cult movie. That's the one. With no real redeemable qualities. Yes. Good to watch with friends and riff on. There's a there's a musical number in it. There's a stand-up comedy routine in it. Uh, there's a, a full-on softcore porn scene with Gina Fine in it. Um, that That's what the Bollywood guys do, man. They just pack everything into one movie. I wish I could remember the comedy thing you're talking about. Was so, it a horrible comedian? It was, it was a nobody. It was a complete yeah. nobody. It was wildly out of place there was like the bar scene and then a guy just walks out of the bar and starts talking yeah to a he's crowd. outside yeah he just starts talking to a crowd yeah. and basically doing a, i looked uh, up that dude on like imdb and that was like his only thing yeah he basically like a, does an open mic in the parking yeah, lot it was awful it was terrible awful <laughs> uh, wicked little things 2006 what did you think of that one um, uh, 4.8 out of 10. Nothing I haven't seen a million times before. Mund- like mundane kills. Lots of running and screaming. More tedious than enjoyable. Wow. That was unfair. <laughs> hey, you have, this is why I document. All right. I really like uh, that. Let's see. Rewatch Stakeland. I, I never showed up for that. Okay. Uh, Hellbender 2021. Uh, I don't even remember what the hell it was. Yeah. I rewatched Cobweb to see if my opinion of it stuck stuck and okay. it did it's All still right. a six out of ten okay finally got to watch cemetery man or what's it delamorte delamorte um not as good as i hoped and definitely not worth the 45 bucks i paid for it i saw the the steel book it looks great um i i, I mean it was a fun movie i kind of feel like it's more of a comedy anything yeah it was a little zanier than i thought i thought i was going into pure horror land um or as you referred to this movie uh the greatest set set of of boobs in cinema history i would say so i stand by that gigantic nipples amazing (laughs) love them just gigantic god lord uh let's see uh the forever purge finally got around to seeing that Okay. A lot better than I expected. I mean, after uh, the first purge, that was pretty yeah. much rock bottom. Yeah, they they really redeemed a little bit of themselves okay. for that one. Uh, Netflix movie called Leave the World Behind. I went into this kind of jaded, thinking it was going to be a big propaganda piece, but it was actually way better than I thought. What? So it's more 
thriller, suspense, kind of tension. Okay. Then it's not horror by any means. All right. Um, Gwen. Gwen. Oh boy, that stunk. Yeah, I gave that two point nine out of ten. Okay. Oh, and I so it was listed as a horror movie. Okay. So my very first sentence is: first and foremost, this is not a horror. Movie. Perfect. <laughs> but it was on Shutter. That's, I feel like I've seen that one. It sounds and, and to make it even worse, I I realized that I actually own it. Oh, look at you. <laughs> uh, it's terrible. I uh, mean, it's really bad. 2018? Yes. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Uh, they kill her husband, I think. Like medieval times, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then she goes and like... Is it, like gets revenge, she has to like go and it's like some medieval lord or something like that. Uh, let's see. Uh, da, da, da. The entire crazy. time I'm waiting for horror to kick in because it was listed as horror, it never did. Uh, so uh, the whole time I'm riding this, I'm waiting for horror to start. Okay. Then I notice it gets down to like ten minutes. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is really gonna have to so, spin on a dime. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it was more of a. Like a period type piece. Coming of age kind of thing. I don't remember. Alrighty. Uh, I put, if you're looking for a miserable movie because you hate <laughs> happiness, this is for you. Seasoning House. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Play Dead. Gave it a 6 out of 10. I watched uh, 87's The Gate. Rewatched that. Yeah. Uh, so that I could lead into The Gate 2. Which I have never seen. It, you know what? I it, Oh, wait. I think I have. It was a huge departure from the first one. Because okay. like... The first one was just fun. Right. Um, this wasn't... Like, all of the fun elements of part one are just gone from this. It picks up with that, that other kid, right? Yeah, the kind of the headbanger kid. Yeah, the metalhead kid. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah. he's significantly older by that point. Oh, shit. Uh, I said it's a mashup of The Gate, Clash of the Titans, and a hint of Phantasm Five. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's an eclectic group. I <laughs> uh, watched Nefarious. That was very good. I like that one. Watched Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Um, rewatched Seventh Sign. Uh, rewatched The Exorcist Three. Okay. Watched a sci-fi movie called Vesper. That's uh, a pretty good movie for anybody that likes sci-fi. Alrighty. Oh, let's see. Little Bone Lodge, also known as Last Exit. Yes. Uh, that was pretty good. Yeah, I wasn't mad at that. Yeah. Uh, rewatched Texas Chainsaw 3D. It's as stupid as I remember it. <laughs> Uh, that's the uh, the first movie I played all the way through on that TV I just picked up. The 3D up. one? Yeah. It I've, does not... The gimmicks, the 3D gimmicks don't work. But it really added a lot of nice visuals, like yeah. like depth. Yeah, um, especially like to the house. Er, earlier in... Yeah. Yeah. Like earlier in the movie. Um, watched 1981's Hell Night. Hell Night. Linda Blair. Oh, yeah, yeah. Never seen it. First time watch. It was really fun. It, if you can remember, it's a made-for-TV movie. Was it? Yeah. It, so that was. It had a like like the um, the haunted the, like the creepiness of the haunted house, haunted house yeah. if you will. Like the the set design and stuff mm-hmm. was really cool. Yeah. It, it just ended up being a real fun movie. Uh, so I gave that a six out of ten. All right. Uh, Deliver us six out of ten. Guess who? Um, five out of ten. Megan is missing. Have you ever seen this? I have. So I've heard about this movie for years. Yeah. Finally got around to watching it. That movie is disturbing. Think so? Yeah, like it's it's like the Poughkeepsie tapes, 
but a lot more you feel like a filthy old man watching a <laughs> snuff film. Okay. Um, it's well put to like, if this movie was made to be a PSA. Yeah. So your daughters don't go mucking around on the internet. Yes. They pulled it off. Oh yeah. Cause this is creepy. It is. Um, the creepiest part was when the, to me was when the pictures surfaced after she went missing. And it was all like her with the jaw spreader and yeah. like her legs spread open and yeah. all that stuff. That that was all right. We're going a little crazy. So, here. so the first girl to go missing was Megan, right? But then her like best friend yes. ends up going missing too, and and that girl really looked a lot. She looked not of age, right? Um, come to find out, she was like twenty two when she did it. Wow. Um, but I think because she really looked so much younger. That's really most most of these movies do not make me feel any certain way. Right. But I really felt it was compelling. Like yeah. I felt Dirty. horrible for watching this young girl. Dirty. Yeah. <laughs> like just getting messed with. Yeah. It was awful. Yeah. Um, I will never watch it again. I have no never. intention of doing so. Uh, Mother May I, five out of ten. Head count. Just watch that. That's a dumb one. Head count? Yeah. I gave it a six. Uh, yeah, I, I thought put, it was stupid. Despite the dumb name and the creature, well, uh, the, the, I mostly liked it. The main character I thought was a fruit basket, you know, <laughs> and the way, I don't know, man, he just kind of like walks into the party and suddenly he's banging the hottest chick there and he acts so awkward the whole time. I get it. He, he's the first one to figure it out. So he's kind of off put by it, but I don't know. I, I, I did not care for that one. No, no. Huh. I, I thought it was okay. Yeah. Um, I Trapped the Devil. Never seen it. I like that one. It's okay. Uh, it looks like crap. I think it's like, supposed to. It, yeah, like either all of the streams have like just a horrible copy. Oh, yeah. Or artistically, they really went for just I mean, terrible. They really laid it on thick with the Christmas lights. So, Well, like in the dark scenes, there's times where you can't see what in the hell is going on. Yeah, yeah. Especially in the basement. Here's a gem for you. Oh, boy. I rewatched uh, 1994's Surviving the Game. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Man. Speaking of uh, Roger Hauer. Yeah. Was that C. Thomas Howell? He was like the, the guy. So it was F. Murray Abraham, Rucker Hauer, Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Uh, Charles S. Dutton. Yep. And then there was a Ice ki- tea. Ice tea, of course. And then there was a kid. Yeah, the kid is the guy who plays like the killer in. Um, mm, uh, some kind of online murder type movie. I can't remember the name of it. Huh. Though. Yeah, he's he's like a kind of he's a guy that's been in a few movies. Yeah, but nobody he's, knows his no, name. No, you recognize him yeah. when you see him though. Uh, Alone, six out of ten. I am Lisa. Suitable flesh. Uh, suitable flesh. So you you recommended that. What did you think of that? So there. There's a lot I like about it, and there's a lot I don't like about it. Okay. Um. It's, you know, kind of a typical body hopper movie. Yeah. But uh, stylistically, there's a lot to like. Yeah. Uh, they gave Barbara Crampton more of an acting job than half of the rest of the movies that she's in lately. <laughs> it's true. Um, but the acting and dialogue had a very Hallmark Presents kind yeah. of vibe to it. I mean, it, it definitely, to me, it had more of like a Red Shoe Diaries kind of a thing going yeah. on. Because they really, they really hit the sexy stuff. Hard, yeah. which is fine um 
But like the way they kind of dampened it down, I thought was yeah, it felt like they were trying to make a '90s movie, and that's kind of where the color palette came from. Uh, like the I don't maybe it was even set in the '90s. I don't know, but like um, the like the interior design, you, you you had that Lovecraftian New England vibe, but like I don't know, it just it seemed like very Skinamax. Yeah, <laughs> I can get that. Yeah. Um, but there's definitely quite a bit to like there. Um, I really like the ending. Sure. So uh, even though I kind of struggled like with the, the pacing of it, because mm-hmm. especially like the first half, maybe two thirds, it just kept feeling like it were regurgitating the same scene over and over and yeah. over. Yeah. Um, but then it finally kind of kicked into high gear and, you know, a bunch of body hopping gets going on. Mm-hmm. I didn't uh, expect that to play out in the morgue the way it did. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so it was pretty good. Yeah. I wasn't mad at it. Um, you going to pre-order the VHS? No. <laughs> no. I'm sure it's like 75 bucks anyway. Yeah. I don't buy new stuff on, on VHS. Okay. Unless, unless it was like some... Something I'm really into where, like, I just want to have, like, every version of it imaginable. I could see that. Like, if they come out with Trick or Treat. On VHS. On VHS. Woo. Like, some kind of newfangled LED lit up case. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm all over it. All righty. That's it. Okay. How like, about some immersion therapy then, dude? You're all caught up now. Good. I was wanting to get caught up. This is what you can do if you lay on a couch for a month solid. Oh, I can't do it, Jason. I got too much shit to do. Immersion therapy. While this isn't actually a silent movie, it very much felt like one to me. You know? I get it. She's alone. We're talking about No One Will Save You, uh, streaming on Hulu. She's alone in the house. Who Who would she talk to? And then when she finally builds the courage to go report some of this shit to the authorities... She takes one step into the police office, somebody spits in her face, and she's like, ah, so much for that. Right back to the house where she sits in silence. Uh, the aliens were pretty fucking gnarly, dude. The first time I watched it, I'm like, okay, the, the alien, with the, finger the aliens are kind of like, to me, the weakest part of it. Think so? But this time around, I'm like, you know what? I kind of dig these things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they had like that gray vibe to mm-hmm. them. Um, their movement was oh yeah like how how it almost skips frames yeah. in movement especially at the end when he's doing like the hand and arm signals to the spaceship mm-hmm. with those big spider arm things <laughs> yeah now, that was pretty cool and i like that there were like kind of different iterations of the yeah. aliens too yeah yeah that's pretty sweet um i dug it man i liked it a lot uh I actually liked it more this time than I did the first time. I, th- uh, I, I bumped it up another point. I think what helps is that we never get like a full explanation as to what happened leading up to the story. We know she killed her friend, some kind of a accident or a fight that went a little too far or something, and that's why she's not comfortable going into town because everybody hates her. Um well, the sheriff and the woman that spits on her are the parents, parents of the girl yeah. she killed. Yes. Uh, somehow she, I guess, got away with it. So 
Well, that, they were kids. Yeah, I mean, or maybe she did a little she, time. She clocked her in the head with a rock after getting pushed down. Yeah. So there's that, and now this is where the story is. Yeah. Fucking aliens, bro. <laughs> uh, I really like it. Me too. Um, the first time I watched it, it didn't even register with me that nothing was being said because that chick carries the weight of this movie on her shoulders Mm -hmm. so good. Oh, yeah. And there's just enough, like, screams or, you know, and plus, you know, she's writing things. Yeah. So uh, the fact that she's writing this dialogue and you're internalizing that in your own head, Mm -hmm. you're kind of hearing the words being spoken even though there was no speaking. Sure. So uh, it didn't even register with me the first time that there was, like, no dialogue. Or, or, you know, very little. Yeah. Um, and this time, it was still just as good. Like, I really enjoyed it. There's something really, I find, peaceful about this movie. Really? Yeah. Like, huh. especially towards that last third, um, or like as she's finally, like, being abducted and stuff. Yeah. Um, the, the tone and the music and the sound effects really takes a shift. And uh, it, it, become, it became really compelling to me. Huh. Uh, and I found it to be a very peaceful, almost cathartic movie. I found I found that that kind of stressed me out a little bit. <laughs> That's just me, though. Yeah. Like towards the end, I'm like, if somebody doesn't fucking say something, I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah. Because I thought for sure at the end they were going to say she's deaf or she's mute, and that's why she can't talk or she can't hear. Oh, okay. Or something to that extent. Right. So I'm now like halfway through. I'm now like actively searching for somebody to say something. Besides just the music that's playing that could theoretically be in her head or something like that. Um, so, yeah, like even like the scene where she's like running back to her house and she's like bobbing and weaving through the graveyard and there's other people out there. Just give, just give me a word, you know, just give me two words just so that I know that she's hearing it. Yeah. And it never really came. But yeah, there was uh, like there's this other part where she's, I think, in the car so I watch everything with subtitles, mm-hmm. and um, the subtitles had her saying like, "No, no, no," or "Come on," or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I, so I rewound it because I didn't hear that at all, and I, I jacked up the volume. Yep. And I think whoever did the subtitles just thought they heard her say something because <laughs> I, I didn't hear that at all. Okay. Um. So I guess the takeaway is that they found her to almost be. As alien as they are on Earth, because she's such a she's such a an outsider. Okay, from the rest of everybody else on Earth. Okay, that they almost saw kind of that uh, that kindred spirit, you know, with her. Really? That's. I mean, what else am I to walk away with? So what I gathered was um, the rest of the town was taken very easily mm-hmm. for either tricked into it or just straight up abducted or whatever and she had put up such a fight and actually managed to kill one of the aliens and then when at the last at the last i don't know 10 minutes when they're actually about to beam her up and the one guy is doing all of his crazy arm signals mm-hmm. the spaceship just looks down and goes oh no we don't need that one she's too crazy and takes off but then watching the final ending where she's dancing and everybody's high-fiving her and stuff they probably actually did get her, and now this is the euphoria that they put her in to make her complacent for space travel. Hmm. That's where my I, wild opinion. I assume that kind of once they went into her memories and and stuff like that, and they saw 
what she had went through and, you know, these issues she had and this, this disconnect from society in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I just took it as, you know, this chick's basically one of us, you know, she's, she's no more part of the human equation than we are. Fair enough. <laughs> I wonder what they would say when they find you. Uh, this guy's fucking worthless. Look at him. <laughs> well, there's definitely going to be a Uranus joke. <laughs> right on. Your immersion therapy for this week is going to be Gaia, inmates. It's uh, streaming on Hulu. Check that shit out. We'll do the same and compare notes next week. But now it is time to educate me. Educating Miss Monica. First, my clues from last week. I am a bit of a scumbag and a owner of a sleazy cable channel, I guess. I'm looking for new talent and shows to put on my network. Really, what I'm looking for is porno and uh, snuff films. And I happen upon a weirdo video cult that... uh, Shows me like subliminal videotapes and makes me grow a vagina in my stomach. I am, of course, Videodrome. Jason, have you ever seen that? Don't think I have. Worth checking out. It's uh, Cronenberg, so get ready to get Cronenberg. That explains the vagina and the stomach. Oh, it gets worse from there, my friend. I, I can tell you that I remember seeing that the box in the video stores zillions of times, you know, years and years and years ago, but uh, I don't think I've ever watched it. It's uh, It's something. Get ready for a lot of uh, James Bondy cloak and dagger type of stuff. Yeah, mixed in with uh, stomach vaginas, Bo- body gushiness. Yeah, uh, weird guns getting attached to James Woods' hands and kind of melding into him because that's what happens when you go that route. Who might I be this week? You ask. We do ask. Well, it is that time of the year. Christmas is upon us, and uh, I just so happen to be receiving some very lurid and uh, just vile phone calls here at my sorority house. All kinds of things about what this dude wants to do with my pretty pink pussy and uh, what he would like me to do with his anatomy. And I think I've about had it with this. Uh, God damn it, if now my sorority sisters aren't going missing. Who might I be, you ask? We do ask. Tune in next week and I will drop some knowledge on you inmates. In the meantime, I think that's about going to do it for us. Uh, join us next week for Project Metal Beast. Just for you, Tim. Uh, here in Werewolf Month in the padded room. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, of course, wherever you found this show. That helps our visibility quite a bit. We do have a Patreon campaign running. Just go to paddedroompodcast.com. You'll find all, all the information you need about that. Previous shows, future shows, meat hooks, pterodomes. I think there's a picture of my butthole up there, if you want to look at that. Um, In the meantime, you got anything else for us, Jay? No, sir. Four, werewolves, rape revenge movies, uh, people who get their face put into deep fryers and uh, spit out Kool-Aid in the process, Um, chicks that uh, carterize their own wounds with hot beer cans, in the middle of the desert. And the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye-bye.